Thanks for listening to Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Our guest for this show is Carrie Price. Carrie is a former Army officer and current recruiter with Orion. Carrie and I talked through Orion's transition checklist, starting more than a year out from transition all the way through separation. If you're starting to plan your transition out of the military, you don't want to miss this episode. We've recently launched our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So if you enjoy listening to us, make sure you subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a rating. If you have any questions about this interview or topics for a future podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning, Megan. How are you? Good. So before we get into the topic of military transition, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? I know you've got, you know, you spent some time in the military, so talk a little bit about that and then what you've done since you've been here at Orion. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started off um, commissioned out of Texas State into the Army as an Adjutant General Corps officer. I spent roughly five years on active duty um, and then an additional three years in the Texas Army National Guard. Some of the positions from my career that I held um, started off as a platoon leader, moved up into a um, battalion S1 position, brigade strength man- manager, culminated my active duty career as a brigade S1, and then spent the majority of my time in the Guard on uh, the Division G1 staff. So. Um, transitioned off of active duty. Um, my first job post-military is was with Orion as a recruiter, and five years later, here I am still today loving it. Um, so as a recruiter, traditionally with Orion, started off um, primarily working with Army officers. Um, started out across the South Central, Southwest, and Northwest region working with transitioning Army officers. Today, I'm, I'm mostly focused on the South Central region, but work with officers regardless of branch. So if you're active duty and transitioning, um, either coming to the South Central region or in the South Central region, moving to other regions, um, I'll be working with you either on the prep side, getting you ready to interview, or matching you up with companies when you get to the stage that you're, you're going to be relocating to the South Central region. Awesome. Thanks, Carrie. So like you mentioned, you spent five years on active duty, three years in guard, so you know very well the ins and outs of the military transition, not only from your own transition, but also from now what you do on the day-to-day basis at Orion with helping transitioning service members. I want to talk through some of the basics. We have a lot of information online for anyone seeking further assistance. If uh, you go to our website, oriontalent.com, and then visit our Job Seekers page, you'll see tons of resources, anything from timelines to checklists and, you know, ask a recruiter. But as part of those resources, you know, the timeline is something that we do talk a lot about. So I wanted to get your take on that because I know we kind of have it separated. Um, We have it for 18 to 7 months, 6 to 4 months, 3 months, or 3 months till separation. So... I wanted to talk to you generally about some of those big chunks of time and what are some of the things that candidates should be doing to prepare during those time frames. Sure. So I'll just, do you want me to just kind of start with the first chunk of time? Sure. Yeah, that would be great. Great. So I think, you know, the 
the 13 months out up to seven months out, I think this is a challenging period for transitioning officers because at this point, you know, for those that are putting in their packet a year out, you know, you've made your decision, you've pulled the, trans the, pulled the trigger, you know, the transition is coming into reality, and so you're really itching to get started and, and making sure that you're setting up yourself up for success and that your transition is going to be successful. And the challenge I think here for military officers is that you're still too early to start the interview process. I think I see a lot of folks who draft up their resume really quickly and start sending it out. And, and if you do start getting in contact with employers, that's the answer that you're going to get is that you're just a little bit too far out. And so I think that the, the key here is to understand what are some of the things that I can be doing during this period that's going to be effective. And so really I think it's number one, starting to work with a military recruiting firm like Orion. So generally I start uh, talking to folks about 18 months out and generally the work starts in, in getting you ready for transition around the 12 month mark. So what you're doing in that, in that process is just understanding um, the differences in military recruiting firms. I think um, the wonderful thing about Orion is that um, Orion is the largest military recruiting firm. We've got offices in each region. Um, we have, um, do not require exclusivity. So if you're you know, somebody that's transitioning out, I'm not going to tell you that you can't do a job search on your own. We're here to be a resource for you. Um, from a location standpoint, we, we allow for geographic flexibility. And so what I mean by that is if somebody tells me I'm wide open to location, I'm going to tell them the best way to show them the best opportunities all across the U.S. If somebody tells me they're restricted to targeting a certain area, um, being that we have offices in each region, in terms of um, quantity of opportunities in general areas, we're going to have access to um, the most opportunities. So regardless of what you're looking for from a location standpoint, we're going to be able to support that as well. Okay, great. Uh, and then I think, yeah, so then moving past that time and then getting a little bit closer to maybe like the six to four month time frame. Sure. So the one thing that I do want to talk about before we get to six months is that, you know, so you've picked your, your military recruiting firm, you're actively, you know, talking with a recruiter, you want to start doing some of those things like understanding some of the different types of industries that we place candidates into, uh, doing research on those and kind of figuring out where your, 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 your interest lies and your can, recruiter can help you in discussing some of those things with you and your, your scope of your search might remain very flexible and that's great, that just means that that's more that we can show you or your scope of your search might narrow, um, and that's okay too. So you're starting again at that 12-month mark and, and understanding some of those industries, developing um, your social media profiles. You can spend time um, working on your, your LinkedIn, setting up a Twitter account. Um, you can start professional reading, um, and it's, it's going to vary from, from person to person. I know that um, for me on active duty, transitioning as an ar Army officer, I think if somebody told me to work through a, a reading list while on active duty, um, it would have been challenging. We've got a, a reading list on our website with all different types of resources that you can click on. It's got the Amazon link right there. You can pick the books that you want to read and get spun up on to be successful. And if you, if you are that person like me that's 
like you know they're they're working you all the way till you make your transition. The book that I strongly recommend is the book called Knock'em Dev for the job interview. The author is Martin Yate for that, and it's one that it doesn't necessarily have to be read cover to cover, but it's got a good a lot of good things like commonly asked interview questions where you can if you're pressed for time um, and you're trying to carve out that time to be successful. You can pick out the things that you want to get spun up on, um, questions that you're not really sure you know how to answer. So that's a good resource for you. But again, there's a ton of books listed there. Um, that just happens to be one of my favorites. So you're working through you know, our, our preferred reading list at nine months is really when we want to start making sure you've got a good resume squared away. Orion offers resume writing webinars. We have a wide variety of sample resumes listed on our website. And so once you feel like you've got a good resume, you can send that resume to your recruiter. We're going to take a look at it, come back to you, give you some feedback on it, making sure that you're moving forward with a good, solid product. Awesome, um, yeah. And I think the resume is one that you know could be a big sticking point. It would almost seem daunting, especially if it is your first career outside of the military, because it's hard to know, you know what's going to be considered relevant by a potential employer, what should I include. So that's why it's good to have another set of eyes on it with the Orion team, because you know sometimes we kind of look at things through the lens of a civilian employer, where if you're coming straight from the military, you might be more likely to use phrases and jargon and things that maybe they would not use and wouldn't understand, which could also hinder you from getting the job. Yeah, I think that's one of the challenges for um, transitioning military is just understanding, um, number one, how do I write this resume that to where the civilian employer can understand? Um, but I think for, for those that are you know, applying to positions outside of a military recruiting firm as well, um, you know, how do I get my resume to, to pull on some of those keyword searches. And mm -hmm. so, you know, Orion can, can support you in that process and, and your recruiter will be very diligent in making sure that, you know, past that nine month mark we've got we've got the best possible copy of your resume moving forward. Very good. So anything else that you want to cover in that um, period of time? So the you know, moving into the, the six-month mark and, and really the, the six-month up to that four-month mark right before you start interviewing, that's when you're really doing a lot of interview prep and getting ready for interviews. And so if you're following our military officer transition checklist, you'll see that right before you enter that interview prep mark, you should, you know, be, um, you've gone over industry overviews, you understand the types of positions that we show transitioning military officers, whether it's engineering, operations, manufacturing management, and sales. You've kind of talked with your recruiter and got an understanding of, of what those look like and what do you think are the best matches for you. And now you're preparing the, inter the interview process or getting ready to, to interview. So you're learning how to do research on companies. You're learning how to conduct different types of interviews, whether it's a phone interview, a virtual interview, a face-to-face -face interview at one of our conferences or through, uh, through direct placement. You're working through a list of commonly asked interview questions, which Orion provides as well. And so at the seven-month mark, you're, you're listening in on an interview prep webinar. Um, and at that stage, really our, our interview prep 
webinar builds a good foundation of um, how do I tackle a, an interview? What are you know? What are the the three areas of an introduction? The introduction, body, and conclusion. How do I gain and capture their interest in the the beginning of an interview? How do I structure my examples using the star format? How do I um, answer some of those tough questions on weakness and salary and failure? And then how do I wrap up an interview? So the interview prep webinar is a really good tool and just before you start working through commonly asked interview questions, understanding how do I tackle these? How do I go about doing things? And at that point, once you've done that, working through a list of commonly asked questions and developing your own personal real-life examples for each one. And as you get closer to your 90-day window or your three-month mark where you're about to be interviewed, you're about to start actively interviewing, you know, conducting a mock interview with a recruiter going through your answers for some of those commonly asked questions and, and tweaking them to, to um, be, you know, be the most successful in an interview. Mm -hmm. Very good. So now getting closer to your actual transition, um, when we start to look at four months, three months to separation, what's some of your advice for that? So what I will say then is, is during this process leading up to that, you should be communicating with and, and working with your recruiter and making sure that they understand um, the parameters of your job search, um, location, industry, salary requirements, and, and ironing out those details. And then um, when, you, when you hit that four-month mark or that three-month mark when you're about to start interviewing, you have... Um, game planned with your recruiter uh, a uh, how should I say this a, you know the best way that we can support you in the job search whether it's looking at where you're looking to go and and do we you know what hiring conferences best fit your timeline um, we're going to focus on you know at, at the beginning of your 90-day window, what's the earliest event that we can get you into? Our goal for you is to, by the time you go on transition leave, to already have that job locked in. And so we're going to get you interviewing as soon as we can, and your recruiter is going to work with you to talk through some of our upcoming events and game plan which ones make the most sense for you and your, and your timeline. So, you know, locking in which events match best for you and your timeline, conducting those mock interviews, and what I will say, you know, for candidates is those who practice win. Um, that, you know, was one of my biggest, you know, lessons learned for myself. And I think, you know, one of the things that is truly going to set you up for success. And I can talk about that a little bit more, but did you have any more questions on kind of that, that four and three month mark and beyond? No, and actually that sets me up for what I wanted to ask next, and I think you're maybe going to talk a little bit more in detail. I was going to ask any, if any of these periods or um, any of the, I guess, action items that we've talked through were the most challenging to you. So I think the biggest takeaway to understand for somebody transitioning, and, and I'll hit on that statement again, those who practice when. I think that's going to be the difference between somebody who you know, has an interview right away and quickly moves to an offer with a company or that candidate that's going to come into a hiring conference not prepared 
and then you know end up having to either come into a second conference or or get submitted to a company outside of that conference it's going to be the difference of that person that wins the opportunity and that person that maybe that second or third runner-up and gets beat out and so mm -hmm. i think a lot of candidates come into um, we see come into our conferences thinking that you know, the first day is a prep day. It's your opportunity to, you know, we do a little bit of interview prep, but not a whole lot. Um, we're, we're basically giving company overviews and things of that nature. So I think it's the folks that come into a conference thinking that, um, or the night before an interview, thinking that that's when they're going to work through commonly questions, commonly asked questions and get ready. My answer to that will be, it's not enough time. Um, mm -hmm. You are you're investing in your future with your time during these 12 months leading up to transition. And so you should be, you know, hitting all these key points on your, um, on the military officer transition checklist. You should be carving out time to um, pick a book or two that you want to get spin up on, um, carving out time to listen in to these webinars, working through these commonly asked questions, and then giving yourself the opportunity to review those with your recruiter, conduct a mock interview, and tweak your answers. You should be coming into an inter or coming into an, a conference or getting ready for a, an interview directly with a company. What I tell candidates is make yourself a study guide, make yourself a cheat sheet, and whenever you've got a conference coming up or whenever you've got an interview outside of conference, you've already done all the legwork. And what you're really doing there is just doing your final research on the company, you are reviewing your commonly asked questions and your real life examples for each one, and that's truly how you're going to be best prepared going into an interview. And that's the difference, again, like I said, of those that come in and, and you know, come in ready, um, win the interview, win the offer, and transition the easiest. Yeah, I think an important point for that, and I think a lot of people are guilty of this. I mean, I would probably be included in that category as well, is when you, if you have a job interview coming up the next day, you think, okay, I'm going to do a crash course in preparing. But it's not, these aren't true or false. Mm -hmm. They're not multiple choice. You're, you really are expected to um, give real life examples that are going to back up, you know, why you are the right person for the job. And so in order to make sure that you have those scenarios down and to make sure that you really have them well crafted and able to sell yourself, it is important to practice them and to run them by your recruiter and not just, you know, come up with a short story in your head. You really need to have it vetted and very well practiced too. And that's what I, I tell folks too is that, you know, when you work through a list of commonly asked questions, you're not going to get those same questions in an interview. But what mm -hmm. you're going to get is you're going to you're going to have real life examples that are fresh in your mind that that if you get a question that you haven't thought of before, you're going to be easily able to tweak one of your examples to fit a different question. And, and exactly. that's the purpose of, of working through those commonly asked questions. Exactly. Anything else, Carrie, that you want to touch on before we start talking about the checklist? Um, no, I, I think for that, that's it. Okay, great. So we've referenced the checklist a few different times so far. And um, 
It's basically just a sheet that we have as part of our officer transition guide, although we have them for our um, you know, enlisted service members as well. They just vary a little bit, but um, you know, it goes into great detail on here's the month of transition, here's the action item, and then there's even a column where you can put the date that you've completed it. So I wanted to see if you could talk generally about the checklist and some of the highlights or the most important action items. Right, so I think the checklist gives a very reasonable timeline of how to, you know, what things you should be focusing on on, on specific months. And so I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, um, at that 12-month mark is, is establishing a connection with a military recruiting firm, um, starting to come up with a game plan of, of how to best support you in your transition, understanding the preferences of your job search. So really at the 12-month mark is you want to be working with your recruiter to, to truly understand the parameters of your job search. And then the biggest you know, milestone I would say would be that nine-month mark. And at that stage is when you want to have your resume squared away. And so like I said, there's a lot of um, resources that we have, whether it's our resume writing webinar, um, sample resumes that we have on our website. But really at the nine-month mark, that's when you want to have that, that completed and, and squared away, reviewed by your recruiter. And then at the, the seven-month mark, and, and I really think that it's, you know, it's an ongoing process between the five and seven month mark, and that's just um, at that stage is when you're doing interview prep. And I think it starts with an you know an interview prep webinar where you're again building that that um, basis on how do I go about tackling an interview and the different parts to an interview and how do I structure my examples, working through those commonly asked interview questions over the next month and then culminating with a, a mock interview with your recruiter. Very good. So one thing um, that we hadn't talked about previously, but now that we're on the topic of the checklist, I know that there's you know some additional documentation that we need from our candidates um, prior to them beginning the interview from their college transcripts, evaluation reports, professional references, and then of course the final resume once they've worked with us. So anything that you want to call out on any of those items? Um, in terms of items needed, I would just say, you know, get those in as, as soon as you can. You know, at the 12-month mark, some of the things that you can go ahead and already send to your recruiter are, you know, your college transcript, transcripts, for example. You know, if you're not, you know, if, if all your degrees are completed at this stage, that's an item that's probably not, or it's not going to change between you know, the 12-month mark and the time that you transition. Um, evaluation report, same thing. Send us what you have. If you end up getting another report by the time that you transition out, you can forward that in at that stage. And then your references, you just want to make sure that um, when you're listing references and providing references to your recruiter, these are going to be folks that when you get to an offer stage with a company, that a company is going to call to follow up and make sure that you have people that can give a good rapport of your work ethic. And so you want to make sure when you're, when you're putting together your references, you're listing people who are going to be available at the time that they're going to be called. So you probably don't want to pick that person that's getting ready to deploy, for example. Mm -hmm. Yes, very good point. Any other advice that you have 
from either your own transition or your experience as a recruiter, either based on you know, some of the topics that we've already covered or anything else? Um, I think one of the ones that we haven't talked about is, is just being you know, open-minded to all that's out there and exploring all of your options with your recruiter. An example of, you know, I'll use myself as an example. I think, you know, transitioning out based on my leadership, you know, my leadership and the positions that I held in the military, um, for me initially coming out, I wanted a, a management position, operations management, project program management, something along those lines. And if you had asked me as a military officer initially getting ready to transition, if I was looking at any type of sales roles, my answer would have been, been like, absolutely not. I don't want sales. Because in my mind at the time, I viewed sales positions as knocking on doors, selling knives, 100% commission, those types of roles. And so just using sales as an example, um, that's not the type of position that we show transitioning military officers. And so one of the things on the checklist is our sales overview and prep webinar. And that really talks about what do these business development, account executive um, type of roles look like. All of these positions actually are going to have a base salary very similar to you know, that of a management position. But it's going to have a bonus or commission structure on top of that. Um, it talks about the types of military candidates that typically do very well on these types of roles. And I think military candidates find out when exploring some options out there that maybe they weren't initially considering that, you know, I actually think that fits my background very nicely. Oh, I wouldn't have considered that. And so um, we can be very beneficial in working with you on that and really understanding what all of your options are. So that would be my advice there is to just be open-minded and learn as much as you can about what all of your options are. Yes, that is great advice. I think that's one of our takeaways. And then also I like what you said several times earlier, those who practice win. I think that's a very, very good takeaway. So if you're listening to this and if you have any questions about where to find the preparation materials that Carrie and I talked about in this podcast, or if you have any questions at all regarding your military transition, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Thanks, Carrie. It's been great talking with you today. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of From the Battlefield to the Boardroom. If you'd like to find more resources to help with your transition, send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com or visit us online at www.oriontalent.com. As I mentioned earlier, we've recently launched our show on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe so that you never miss a show, share with a friend, and give us a rating.